0: to the Dare to Decide podcast, where we take a psychological dive into our everyday decisions that shape our relationships, health, and finances. My name is Marion. I'm a former school psychologist who built a multiple six-figure online business, helping thousands of women transform their health and confidence. This is a podcast for women who don't want to settle for a life that is less than what they know deep down they can create. I believe that to begin building the life you truly want, you are just one decision away. This is an Up Level Your Life podcast, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. So today's episode is going to be a little different. I wanted to just speak from the heart to those of you who just need to hear this message in your life right now. Because not everyone has someone in their corner telling them that they're doing great or encouraging them to take big risks or telling them how freaking capable and amazing they are and that they need to dream bigger and take bigger action. I mean, if you're lucky, then your parents spoke that type of belief into you when you were younger and hopefully to this day. And also, if you're lucky, you have a partner or a best friend who is your biggest fan and reminds you all the time how amazingly capable you are cheering you on and to push through obstacles and to keep going. But this is just what I think. I think that most of us don't have that person or cheering squad. And that's okay, right? Because most people are focused on their own lives and their own struggles. And if you've hit this confidence hurdle in something in your own life, maybe it's starting your own blog business, or maybe it's pursuing something big at work. Well, it doesn't mean that your friends don't care about you but maybe they're focused elsewhere. Maybe they've never done what you're trying to do, so they can't really empathize. But I believe two things are necessary if you're going to create big waves in this life. Number one, you need to learn how to become your own biggest cheerleader. It has to be this ball of light that grows within you and that you let let shine, like you make that decision. We talk on this podcast about making decisions that are in line with our ultimate vision for our life. It's a decision to become your own biggest cheerleader. Number two is to seek out people who are on similar paths or who understand what hurdles you might be experiencing and become your own little little, little cheering squad, right? You don't have to do hard things alone, especially with the internet these days. I mean, there's a group for everything. And even if it's just one other person you connect with, I mean, gosh, that one person can make all the difference. Just one person believing in you Completely changes the game. So I have always been somewhat of a risk taker. Like, well, not with, not with drugs or anything like that. I, uh, I think the hardest stuff I've ever done was like Jägermeister. I don't know why we're talking about this, or those, or that um, stuff with the gold flex in it. That t- I feel like tastes like death. Goldschlager. Um, oh my gosh! Now my mouth is watering just talking about it. So those were bad decisions, but. My point was that I I taught myself to become somewhat of a risk taker as it relates to business. I have started multiple online businesses and done fairly well in many of them. But that said, I began all of them without having anyone in my corner. Like, in fact, it was it was quite the opposite. I would have someone in my ear telling me that what I was doing was a waste of time and I, it was never going to work out. But I think that's what makes me so freaking passionate about showing up here and reminding you that you are worthy and heck you should be going after the thing that you've been thinking about for years and fear has been holding you back. I want to be that person that believes in you because I know what it feels like to have someone believing in me and in my case it made all the difference. So back in the day a long long time ago, I was a I was a sophomore in high school and I had never played tennis before, but I decided I was gonna try out for the team, which looking back was a completely wild and crazy idea. I had no business trying out at all. And you guys, all I could find at home was a racquetball racket. Like I remember finding it in the garage, and if you've ever seen one, it had a it's a super short handle and a smaller head. It looks like it looks like a tennis racket for a two-year-old, right? And this is around the time in my life when my mom had just died in an accident. So I couldn't really go ask my dad to go buy me a tennis racket. Like it just wasn't something I could do. So instead, I I had no choice. I showed up to tryouts with this tiny racquetball racket. I mean, it's kind of hilarious when I think back on it. I still remember it was white with like red lightning bolts on it. Um, And I didn't know anything about tennis, except you hit the ball back over the the net. with your racket. And I kept telling myself, okay, this is not rocket science. All I had to do was out hustle my opponent. So the first day of tryouts, the coach has us play against one another so she can see who matches up with who. And I still remember that I played against this really sweet girl named Monica, who was a senior and she had already made the team. And you guys, I won. And I even even I was in disbelief like I wanted to apologize to Monica because even though I technically won it was quite possibly the ugliest looking win in the history of women's tennis but as my coach later told me like they don't put stars by the pretty ones Marion a win is a win Um. anyway from that day forward the tennis coach she took me under her wing I don't know if it was initially because she felt sorry for me because everyone in the school knew that my mom had died or if she just saw something in me. Um it really doesn't matter at the end of the day. She showed me love and she believed in me when I didn't really believe in myself. And when I had a match where I didn't think I played well, she would stay with me late into the night as I hit buckets and buckets of balls under the lights. I still remember her just sitting there watching me and clapping and Okay, you can hit another one. You can hit another one. And she just was there for me. She would meet up with me on weekends to hit balls in her free time. Like she didn't need to do these things. And she would tell me that I was capable. She would tell me that I could play with the best of them and that I should expect to win. I mean, she was more than just a coach to me. In many ways, I think back to that time. And I know she, she saved me. She believed in me and it was her belief that made me believe in myself. And at that point in my life, I didn't have that within me to fully believe in myself. I needed her belief first, and then I could follow. And I went on to win state my senior year and play in college, Uh, but don't get me wrong. I, I still was not the most impressive or beautiful looking tennis player. But if you've played tennis, you know that it's kind of a mental game just as much as a physical one. And when your opponent, looks across the net and sees that you believe in yourself no matter what, oh, golly, that's a competitive edge that's incredibly difficult to overcome. And that's the gift that my coach gave me. It started with her belief in me. And I share this story because maybe you can think of a teacher or a coach in your own life that believed in you, pushed you to be better, to get uncomfortable and level up, This is why teachers and coaches are so freaking powerful in the lives of children, because they can truly change lives. But you could do the same thing for others. If you manage a team at work, your voice, your words, just just your simple presence, all those things have an impact on the members of your team. And you realize that sometimes maybe they just don't need to hear strategy from you. They need to sense that you believe in them, that you believe in their ability. Ability to solve a problem or their gift of creativity to serve a client or sign a deal, that you see them as a human being and that you care about them and their success. If you manage your children at home, right, then your belief in them could very well be the best gift you ever give them. They'll take more risks. They'll get outside their comfort zones knowing that like, it's almost like they have a secret weapon and that weapon is your belief in their abilities. And now, to, like to my main point of today's little pep talk, is you can give yourself this gift. You can look in the mirror and tell yourself, "Let's freaking go! You can do this." Or if if you feel silly talking to yourself in the mirror, just say it in your head. The point is that your words to yourself matter, and if you're breathing belief into yourself every single day, I mean, that's powerful that compounds over time and you're only going to get stronger and stronger. And if you're thinking right now that you just need a little kickstart, just someone to be in your corner and just remind you that, hey, you can do this one step at a time, one day at a time. I'll be here for you every step of the way. Let's freaking go. You got this. Then I'll be, I'll be your girl. (laughs) That's why I started this podcast and why I'm passionate about showing up how I do. I want you to know that you're capable and worthy of incredible things. I want I want to breathe belief into you until you're at a point where you can do it for yourself. Because if you keep showing up, you're going to get to that point. And when you do, there's no stopping you. So I'll end with that. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you have a fantastic Thanksgiving week ahead if you're in the US here. And I'll see you next time. so much for listening to the dare to decide podcast if this was helpful for you i'd love it if you would please leave a review it's truly what helps the podcast grow even better tag me on instagram stories and tell me what you think i can't wait to hear from you